Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. You may be seated. Many of you have asked me over the past week, where did Sophie Mim's obituary come from? And I know it because I had given it to McGonagall's funeral home. It is one of the Christian resource templates that we have available to us to make a great confession of Christ before the world. And as I was rereading this over and over again, these words stood out to me. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. They were first spoken by Job. Right in chapter 1. After all his children had died... His livestock either burned or taken, and the servants all slain. He was so greatly grieved that he tore his clothes, and he said these words, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And it was said, in all this, Job did not sin. Now you all may be wondering to yourself, What in the world does this have to do with Pentecost, Pastor? And to that I say, I want you to hear these words of Jesus. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. But because you have dwelling within you the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit... You have peace at all times. The faithful will have peace at all times. This is why Job fits into Pentecost. If you looked at his life outwardly, this was a man living in peace. If you didn't know anything about his faith, you would have seen this. He had seven sons, three daughters. He possessed 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and very many servants. So that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. But what you couldn't see on the outside, perhaps, was what God tells us was on the inside. His faith. The Bible says he was a blameless and upright man. One who feared God and turned away from evil. And Satan, after walking up and down the earth, to and fro, he comes to God and says, in a manner of speaking, Job only fears you because you have richly blessed him, put a hedge of protection around him, but take away these earthly blessings and he will curse you. So God allows Satan to touch everything that was given to Job. And when Satan touches it, it dies. It's gone. It's taken. And so that is why Job fits into our text today. Because there was something that Satan could not touch. When the gates of hell were unleashed against Job, Satan could not touch his faith. For faith was the gift that God had given him. Faith was God's dwelling with Job. And it was not tied to any earthly wealth or prestige. No family member could take away the faith of Job. 
But Satan had gathered that if he could take all that God had given to Job in a single day, surely Job's faith would crumble. But it did not happen. For Job's peace did not lie with the world. It was in the promise that his Redeemer lived. And that Job would be resurrected from the dead. And that he would see his Redeemer face to face on the last day. Satan could roar, rage, unleash every bit of his fury on Job, but he could not defeat Job's faith. Because the father loved Job. Because he heard the word of God, received it, and lived it. And so the father made his dwelling place with Job and gave him peace. So that he could say, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. This is the message of Pentecost. This is something that you cannot outwardly see at all times in all people. But it is the faith that God gives to us by the Holy Spirit. Who instructs our hearts into the way of true peace. Which is founded on our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus gives peace, something the world cannot take away from you, something that Satan and all the hordes of hell cannot take away from you. The only way it could ever die is if you walk away. If God stops being God, and we know that's not going to happen. So faith does not and cannot be removed from us by Satan The gates of hell cannot prevail against it. Those who believe and are baptized have nothing to fear. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You possess the kingdom of God in Christ, and the victory is yours. The victory over sin, the victory over death, the victory over the power of the devil is yours. And that's what Luther writes in A Mighty Fortress, is it not? Take they our life, goods, fame, child, and wife. Though these all be gone, our victory has been won. The kingdom ours remaineth. It was Jesus who said, before all these things had taken place, he said these words so that they would believe in him. He told them that the ruler of this world is coming. And that he has no claim on me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Jesus said these things before they had taken place. So that they would remember that God had spoken to the devil in the Garden of Eden. He said that the seed of the woman would crush his head. And what was Satan going to be able to do? but just bite his heel. Satan had no claim on Christ. But Christ went willingly and suffered at the hands of evil men who were acting in line with their father, the devil. But he did it willingly so that all the world would know that he was obedient and loved the father, the word of the father. He loved it even unto death, even the cursed death of the cross. And he did it to give us victory. 
so that now we have an even better word than Job had. You have the sure and certain testimony and assurance of your salvation through Christ. The word from the Father fulfilled in Jesus. Job longed to see the day of Christ's resurrection. Job had longed to hear the words that Peter says at Pentecost. See how the words of the prophet Joel are fulfilled. God poured out his Holy Spirit upon his people and gave them peace. He gave them the peace of reconciliation in Christ. That no longer are we the subject of God's wrath. We have the peace of God. We have the forgiveness of sins. We have life everlasting. Satan used to have a claim on us. Because we were his children born into sin. We laid fast bound in his chains But now he has no claim on us. Christ has set us free. That is the message of Pentecost. Your sins are forgiven. You have been made a child of God in baptism. You may now go in the peace of God throughout all this world's difficulties. You may say with Simeon who held the Christ child, Lord, now let your servant depart in peace. My eyes have seen thy salvation. But your faith... It cannot and it must not be tied to any worldly possession. It must come to rest solely in God. In the gifts that God has brought to you in your baptism and in the Lord's Supper. In his holy word that went forth to all nations. You must rest your faith on this. Be obedient to God's word. and The promises of God will never leave you. He will come to you and make his dwelling place within you. He will love you throughout all things. He will give you peace throughout all things. So that we will be able to say as Job did, whether he gives or he takes away, blessed is the name of the Lord, for we have peace. But we know it will not be easy. And yet whatever may befall us in this life, we would say it will work to the good of our salvation. We will hold the faith all the more tightly in our hearts when we are brought low, when we are humbled. As today we prayed, grant us in our day by the same Spirit to have a right understanding in all things and evermore to rejoice in His holy consolation. The Holy Spirit has come our helper, our comforter, our counselor. He was promised by Christ to help us in our weaknesses, to work through his holy word, to keep us in the one true faith, to daily forgive our sins. Rejoice. The comforter, the consoler has come. He is here now so that you may have the peace of Christ that surpasses our understanding. So may God grant you his grace to endure all things in this life. May he grant you a firm faith to believe his holy promises throughout all life's difficulties. But most importantly, when your last hour comes, 
when all things fail. That you remember to call upon the name of the Lord. For he is your victory. He your strength. He your savior. And he will save you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all our understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord.